The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Can you be assertive and still be likable? Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful for you, for being here, for listening, for hanging out. Here we go. Should we go? I don't know. Should we go? Let's go. Let's do you go. Think? I don't know. I don't want to be like oh so forward about. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? doing this episode? You're not being very assertive, Toast. Ah. Okay. So this topic, it's a, it's on assertiveness, and one of the things I think is difficult is if you were raised Asian, <laughs> whether you're Asian or not, you know, you could have been adopted. In an Asian... Depends which Asian, maybe. We're talking specifically... We're talking specifically... Japanese. Japanese, Filipino, even some Chinese, born and raised in Hawaii. So even having that Hawaii culture... Right. That's the, the whole... The Aloha spirit. Exactly. That's right. the whole That context. whole culture... Okay. Okay. Does not really foster assertiveness. You know, what you think of as being assertive. Hmm. And I know sometimes... I know when I think of, oh, someone being assertive, there is um, kind of this tint or it's tainted mm-hmm. with like kind of being an, an a-hole. Mm. <laughs> just a, just a... Being assertive. A taint of it, you know, not like... Because I don't think being assertive truly is that. But no. the way we have seen it reflected in culture... Mm it tends to come off as that. Mm. So this is why when I heard, there's, there's an amazing woman. Her name is Vanessa Van Edwards. And somehow I found her on Instagram. Like, like that happens, right? You just find so many things on Instagram. <laughs> but I was so happy to find her account because she leads what's called people school. And she teaches people skills. And she calls herself... A recovering awkward person. I love that. I love that too because when you look at her, she's beautiful. She is confident, but she's also vulnerable and accessible and all these beautiful things. So I'm so happy to have found her. And recently, she had a free uh, webinar on as how one to, does, as one does, on how to be assertive and still be kind and still be likable. Because I think that's, that's one fear I know I've had mm-hmm. in 
being assertive is, oh, I don't want people to not like me. I still want to be liked. Of course. Generally, I think people, I think nice people want to be liked. I think jerks <laughs> don't care about being liked. But Very true. I find I find it it's kind of a catch twenty two because if you care too much about being liked, mm-hmm. then that kind of trips you up, right? It's like it's, it does. Because- then I start to feel way too self centered. Um, right, and, and then you and then you end up not being your authentic self, really. And yeah. even part of the part of the process, right. I believe, in being assertive. Okay. Is in that process, you have to know who you are. Like part of that process is really knowing what you want and how to ask for it. Mm. And in order to do that, you have to know what you want. And that's part of knowing who you are, Mm. you know? And so I think that, um, you know, being assertive isn't just these, you know, do one, two, and three. It really is. I can is I a just, growth process. Yeah. Can I just say sidebar? I don't like those like one, two, three. Here are the three steps. Here are the seven <laughs> steps. Here are the one. This is the one secret trick. I'm like, dude, seriously. I know. I still fall for it because I my brain likes the perception of organization. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. Like as soon as I hear, mm-hmm. here are the three things. Mm-hmm. My brain lights up and I see three blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- see three and it feels organized and right. it feels like I can do it. Yeah, yeah. So I, know I still you, fall No, I, I know what you mean. And I know what you mean. So anyway. Thank you. Let's move on. Let's move <laughs> on. Isn't this beautiful? I just love how we just know what each other means. Yes. All right. So all of this. Well, a lot of this was taken. These are, I took notes. I was like, oh my God, I love this webinar from Vanessa. And so I was just like taking notes like crazy. And one of the things she does say from the start is, well, what defines an assertive person? Ooh, you know. Yes, let's talk about that. I want to hear that. Well, I already hinted at it. Mm, And an assertive person is someone who knows what they want and they know how to ask for it. Okay. Clearly. Okay. And they get it. Oftentimes they get it. And yet, this episode, nor was the webinar, all about getting what you want no, and getting your it way. Okay, just to make sure that we're clear on that. And, and, and also, I guess, to clarify, when we're talking about assertiveness and what she was talking about assertiveness, um, it, it's more about making an ask and assertiveness in that context versus assertiveness in just the discussion of points of view or or sharing uh, ideas. Yes. Okay. Just being clear. Yes. Okay. All right. So here's the thing that we all have to hear for those of us working on being assertive. Okay, I'm listening. I'm raising my hand. I'm listening. We all need to know, and Vanessa Van Edwards assures us of this. Okay. okay? And she teaches this. So I want to believe her. I'm going to believe her. I'm, if it makes I'm in sense, her boat, right? If it makes sense based on your life experience. Is that assertiveness is a learnable social skill. That sounds reasonable. It is a social skill. So it's not, it's not just about, oh, I am, you are or you're not. Yeah, no, that sounds like BS. You either, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love that. That's that's yes. good, right? It's that not is. like, 
I, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it, it feels like, okay, it's learnable, so I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. anytime you hear that, it's like, okay, I can learn how to do this. Yes. So I love that. Okay. So one of the things in, in the process of becoming an assertive person is really knowing what you want. So knowing the ask, having I, a clear ask. Well, knowing, first knowing what you want. Like, what is it that you want? Because that is going to help you create a clear ask. Again, sounds reasonable. Makes sounds sense. Reasonable. I like sounds it. I'm, I'm tracking with you. But here's the thing. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. who are, we touched on this just at the start, I think a lot of people who are people pleasers don't know exactly what they want. Mm. Because if you're busy pleasing others, mm-hmm. it's hard to come back to your center to know, okay, well, what is it that I want? So and I speak from experience, so I'm not, you know. So if, if I'm not making this stuff up. <laughs> so if a person if a person is so focused on pleasing others, then they don't have anything to really be assertive about for themselves. Well, I think it's it makes the journey a little bit um there'll be more steps in the journey, in the process of becoming an assertive person or creating um, the tools to be assertive when you know, okay, this is what I want and I'm going to ask for it. Okay. Uh, so I think, you know, with, it seems like, oh, okay, I just need to know what I want and then I can, <laughs> then I just ask for it. But it's not always that. Sometimes it's hard to know simple, what you want. Right. If right. you're not used to having or validating mm-hmm. your wants, mm-hmm. I guess, is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But why this is so important about knowing what you want, knowing, you know, what the desire is, is that it gives us the courage to be assertive. Because if you're not an assertive person, mm-hmm. if you haven't learned this skill, mm-hmm. it's scary. <laughs> you're not, it's not good. It's going to feel yeah. foreign, right? Because right. it's like, Ooh, I don't know. How do I do this? Well, Oh, but what if I come off as this or mm-hmm. so, or if the messages you've received have been discouraging, right? Or, or how do you or belittling recover from that? Or disparaging. Yes. You know, yes. because you've seen examples history, of people asking for what they want and mm-hmm. they get slammed down. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this, so knowing what you want serves as the fuel to have the courage to explore this new terrain, okay. you know, of the, of the asking. So I thought that was really interesting. Hmm. Okay. I, I think I understand that perspective. Yeah. So, so in, you know, thinking about, okay, well, let's, let's talk about being assertive and how we, how we become assertive people. You know, I have all this, this work experience where I've had to cultivate this. Um, but instead of a work example, I thought, you know, there was a time we're choosing kind of a lighter example, even though at the time it didn't feel so light. So Toast, Toast and I were both born and raised um, in Hawaii. So we, ha- we both have that common upbringing. We're both of... Asian descent. So we have that also that cultural upbringing. And so we weren't really raised to be the most assertive people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a lot of aloha spirit. I will say that. <laughs> um, so in the last place that we lived, we, um, we had new neighbors move in. 
And so we were like, oh, we have new neighbors and, you know, kind of excited, but kind of like, oh, I hope they're going to be nice. And, you know, exactly what you think when you have, when there's new people in the neighborhood, you know, you want them, you want to connect with them and you're going to want them to be, to be nice, right? Mm -hmm. Like good people. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, look, they have a kid. And so anyways, we're just snooping and, and, and just, you know, (laughs) checking out who these new neighbors are. Anyway, so. Fast forward maybe like a month in or so, we realize someone is using our trash can and recycle bin incorrectly. And how did we find out? (laughs) Because we got a nasty note from the waste (laughs) management company saying, "Uh, we're not going to pick up that recycle bin because you put trash in it. Nope. Yeah. No service for you. Yeah. And we knew it wasn't us. And I saw this, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> I yeah. called them up. I, I said, you know, I said, hey, I put my bins out there. Mm-hmm. It's got only recycling in it. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, a few hours later, I come back, and it has this nasty note on it, and all this trash in there that I did not put in there. Yep. What am I going to do? I wheel it out to the public space. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit next to it for hours until you come by and make sure nobody puts trash in it. You know, I wasn't like that with no, them on the phone. You no, weren't. I was simply assertive. Yes. Yes. But, you know, they, they were, they, the person on the phone was kind of like, oh, yeah. Hmm. I know. Do you have cameras set up? You know, like, uh, ooh, uh, yeah, I don't because know. We I don't know what know. you can do. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. And I, so I was exploring all these options with them and I said, can, you know what? Um, am I allowed to create to to create a sign and put a sign on the top of the bin that says this is recycling only, no trash in this bin? Mm-hmm. And they said, "Sure, you can do that." And I said, "Okay, yeah. uh, that's what I'm going to do then." So that is what we chose to do. <laughs> that was our assertive choice. We put <laughs> we put a sign on, oh, but man. the process because yeah. we're not naturally assertive people. <laughs> we went through all different things because this was building week after week after week. Now, we weren't sure if it was our neighbors, the new neighbors. We never caught anybody we weren't red-handed. Sure. But with my sleuthing abilities, I noticed in their trash can, the color trash bag that was po- popping out, peeking out, that was the same color trash bag of trash that was in... So I thought, it is them. It's the neighbors. Now we could have... So this was happening week after week, and and they were still putting the wrong things in the wrong place, and then I was having an issue that other people might not see as an issue, but I will be vulnerable and share that they were putting trash in the correct trash bin, but it was loose trash. And I'm like, can you just put it in a bag? I Can think you're you supposed to put it, in, put a it in a bag. I think that's oh, really like the policy. Okay, I think see, well, so. see, then okay, it's bag, it's all trash. Right. It was just loose like trash, throw and I just or, oh no, that would well, be that the would green be compost bin. Yeah, that yeah. Would be green so, waste. excuse me. So, so anyway, so this was building, and it was week after week after week after week, and we didn't catch them. We didn't do anything in that way where. You know, except for me, I was being emotional and, you know, on one extreme, I'm like, we have to move. And, (laughs) (laughs) and I thought, well, 
maybe an assertive action might have been, okay, well, what is it that we want? Do we want them to stop using our bins? Do we want them to just use it correctly? Do we want them to use a trash bag? I would have had no problem with them using our bins if they just used it correctly. I really same I, here. I wouldn't have been like same they're using here. our that, bins. That's if why it I was, was just, just like make a sign, right? Right. You were level headed. Raise, raise your hand make a and sign. be like, um, can we just have some? You know, organization here. <laughs> Just be organized. Like right? the bin right. says. Recycling. But, but assertiveness could also look like going to the neighbor, mm. knocking on their door, mm. and asking, Hi, yeah. hey, uh, welcome to the neighborhood for one. Number two, have you been using our, our you know, somebody has. Somebody has. Somebody has been putting it. We don't know and who we it need is. To, yes. So, so it could have looked like that, having right. a direct conversation. Mm-hmm. Like actually knocking on a, on a door. Mm-hmm. Who does that these days? Nobody, right? So Nobody sad. does that. You would leave a note. Um, and, an, or another, another scenario could be going and saying, we were fined. Or and, that our trash wasn't picked up. I don't know if we were, I don't think we were fined. Oh, I thought we were fined. But we got a warning. And we got or, a warning. or it was okay. just, or we missed out on getting our recycling picked up. Right. Because they were like, we're not going to pick up that recycling bin. It has, it has trash in it. Yeah. So I had to go and separate out the trash and someone else's yada, trash. Yada. It just, Ooh. it's just a pain. Anyways. So <laughs> first world. So problems. our level of assertiveness was putting a sign out. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's an important point too, because not all situations will require being assertive. And you have to decide which relationships are worth doing this. Yeah. And, you know, okay, another sidebar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sidebar it. In this society, when you are a female, mm-hmm. then I think there are also um, greater risks that factor oh, yeah. into yes. that factor into your decision as mm-hmm. to how assertive you want to be, mm-hmm. because there's yeah, because you're going to be seen as a if bitch. Are, and not only that, I'm talking literal physical. Oh, I see physical I see. factors as well. Yeah. Um, so just saying. Yeah, it's a, so much of I think the assertive issue has to do with uh, d- discernment, mm-hmm. assessing risk. Yeah. Right. Choosing. Absolutely. Choosing the, uh, choosing your battles. Choosing is, your battles. Is the phrase probably. And. Yeah, choosing your battles. Yeah. I mean, and we have to do that all throughout life, right? right. Because if you are just right. in that fighting mode, not saying that assertiveness is, is a fighting stance, but sometimes it can turn into that and you have to be prepared. Exactly. If you right? don't know the other party and if you don't have enough information mm-hmm. about the other party. Right. Like and, our neighbors and how could they're have been react. crazy people. Like we don't know. Yeah. Part of the fact, part of the, uh, what went into my factoring of the situation is. The trash situation. They, yeah. Yeah. If, if a person is a type of person mm-hmm. who would put trash into somebody else's <laughs> recycling bin, you know, what else is that, what else might that person mm. uh, respond with? You know Ooh, what I mean? So I was like, yeah. Wow. What? What? Who toast. 
Does that not make sense? That makes sense, no, right? No, it makes total okay, sense. Yeah, it's so just the like, judgments are coming out like, in full force. Well, um, and it's self-protection. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, that, no, that, I that's you. how I meant it just now. You. It's like, well, if they're going to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, But they also could be people like, well, this is, this is the city, city property, right? Maybe. They don't own those bins. The neighbors don't own those bins. They rent them. So I can use it. Yeah. But anyways, yes. And in, you know, speaking I of like made being a, a little woman, sign. Being <laughs> <laughs> and it was loud. It had a sheet protector on it, oh my people, God. for the weather here in case it rained. But, you know, in that situation about being a woman in a male dominated, you know, culture, mm-hmm. In my work situation, you know, there have been times where it's all, I'm working with all other men in leadership positions. Mm -hmm. And something that I found with myself is in my assertions, I would have this habit of trying to speak louder, Mm. (laughs) almost like they're not going to hear me. So the assertive part wasn't difficult in the work situation. Okay. Emotionally? Emotionally, okay. right. It was just more like feeling the, um, it was like just armoring up. Like, okay, yeah, they're right. not going to, they're probably not going to hear me. So I have, and it yeah. would, I would have to, I w- would choose to speak louder. Yes. You know, it's like I had to fight for my spot. I know what you mean. You know? And stand in it and then um, and embody. Elbow, elbow and, out. Yeah, you know? embody <laughs> and project a kind of strength that you think they are going to understand. Right. That they, That's their language, exactly. right? Like in the in the more traditional or st- not traditional. Well, it is traditional in stereotypical way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, what you mean? Oh my gosh, there's so much more to cover. Should we just let's go down the list, girl? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Right. We can yeah. do it. I don't, yeah, yeah. Is there that much to go? Okay, yeah, there is. Oh, okay. We we were take we started with with Vanessa's teachings and then we just kind of went off on our own um, <laughs> thoughts and got ideas. really assertive with it, and then we took up so much time. Okay, so we'll, we'll you you'll cover. We'll just cover a few. Just this just like the thirty thousand foot highlight. Okay, so not yeah. every single thing. We're not, not going to rehash single every thing. single thing. So what you can do if you do want more is yeah. go to Vanessa's. Go to her Instagram. Instagram. I would suggest her Instagram okay. so that I mean I mean. What I love about Instagram is that it just gives you a really nice bird's eye view of the flavor and energy of what a person is teaching. And I love that. Sometimes when you go to a website, um, and I'm not speaking particularly of her website, but just when you go to a website, sometimes it feels so overwhelming. Mm. But if you go to an Instagram profile, you see bits and pieces and photos and, you know, pieces of wisdom. So anyways, I'm pro Instagram, but... If you want to check it out, find Vanessa at V Van Edwards, V Van Edwards. Okay. And you can, and now you can find, you can find this. We return back to this episode. Yes. Okay. So Sienna, you're going to okay. go through so here, some of the main highlights. Yeah. So right? some of the okay. main highlights. So I'm just going to go through the three kind of, um, kind of characteristics of, um, an assertive person. Okay. You know, what they, what they do that we can model okay. in order to get a little bit of that 
assertiveness on us <laughs> okay, so that we can cultivate it more for ourselves. All right. We can lean on this, lean into this a bit. So the first thing is that assertive people actively pursue their strengths and avoid their weaknesses. I love this. I love this. Yes. As I a Clifton strength proponents, mm-hmm. <laughs> which that's a whole other episode. I, I love Look that Clifton up too because that is good stuff. Clifton strength. That is such good stuff. We and like the whole, that. The whole thing is exactly this. It's, it's about focusing on one's strengths mm-hmm. versus what our culture tends to do. I think it is changing though. It is changing, which is to go, oh, well, you're not good here, so let's work on this. Mm. Let's work on this area that you're not good at. <laughs> and get, be gritty, yeah. right? But like, yeah. Be gritty and persevere and work hard yeah. and show how, you, how much you can work at this weakness of yours. Yes, instead of, because the re- research has shown that when you work on your natural strengths, your ability to fly and soar in that lane is huge. Mm-hmm. The success rate of that is huge compared to focusing where you have a weakness. Um, the research there has shown that the best is probably, you'll probably get to be average in that area mm. versus all that you could spend all that time mm. in, your, in the lane of your strengths. Oh my God. You're going to be so shiny and flying. I love that. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is one of the things. Assertive people actively pursue their strengths and avoid their weaknesses. Okay. And Vanessa went into, it's really amazing. You have to just look it up because she explains it better than, okay. than we could explain it. But Well, I think it, makes, it helps to connect the dots and make sense. Again, when we picture this discussion about assertiveness mm-hmm. taking place in a work environment. Mm-hmm. So it's about, mm-hmm. it's about pursuing or asking for uh, job uh, tasks that are in your strengths. Right, right. Which is considered A work. She goes through yeah. types of of work, like A work, B work, C work, D work. And um, should we just leave it at that? Should I just give a quick thing? Well, the spectrum of, uh, I, uh, can I give, try yes, and give the go quick for thing? It. Go for it. Did you see that? I asked for what I wanted. I wanted to try yes. and give it. Okay. So A through D. Mm-hmm. So it's a spectrum. A work is work that lies in the area of your strengths. So if you enjoy speaking in front of people, mm-hmm. then you can know that, hey, ask, ask, yeah. can I give the presentation for this report? Yes. Guys, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. D work on the other spectrum is stuff that you just are like, you're not good at. You're just not good at and it. And you struggle with trying to design the PowerPoint slide Oh, and it just drains yeah. you. And so you would ask to say, you know what? This is not I'm, my area of expertise. Can I get help or stop? Yeah. Can somebody else please do this? Yes. Because they will be much better. I, I really am bad at this particular type of task. Yeah. Yeah. So D work really is that space where there are more people better at it <laughs> than, than you and your A work is you're actually above average. Like you're naturally. better, you're naturally better at it than most people. Mm-hmm. And then there's B work and C work in between those two things. Got it. That makes, yeah. I think people get it. Yes. Very All good. right. Okay. okay. So the next, the next thing is assertive people are likable. So again, we started with, can you be assertive and even be liked still? Or are you going to be an a-hole? <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing. Truly assertive people mm-hmm. are likable when they are aggressively kind. Okay. I think we need an example for that. Aggressively that. kind. Aggressively Because the kind. whole point is that it is actually kind to be assertive. Because then you're clear and you're, you're communicating clearly instead of making people guess what you want like that. Is that? Actually, that's a really good example. Yes. Oh, okay. But assertive people also help others do more of their A work. Because? They help support other people in their lane of greatness and strengths. Okay. You know, and one thing that she brought up, which I was like, yeah, you know, that's so true, is sometimes people are, are difficult mm-hmm. because they're only doing work in their C and D. They're only doing C and D level work. Mm-hmm. They're not playing in the lanes of A and B work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and can you imagine if you're doing that day in, day out, how are you going to feel? Yeah. Oh, my right, gosh. Right. Oh, my goodness. So anyways, that's number two. Number three... The next one is using assertive verbal and nonverbal cues. Okay. Okay. So this is example a good one. time. This is a good one for assertive verbal cues. One of the really important things is to claim the time you need. So when you are being asked something like oh, can you help me with this? Or here, you know what? I have so much work. Can you take on this case? Right? So someone's asking that. Okay. Right? So instead of just answering in the moment, claim the time you need Mm. to think about it, to really even know what you want. Mm. Do you want to do it? Do you not want to do it? You know, because I think a lot of times when people ask things of us, we feel this urgency, like we need to respond in that moment. I know I do. Like do you, with a yes or no. Yes. Mm. It's like, oh my gosh, someone texted me. They're asking me something. I need to reply right away. Mm. Do you feel that way? I feel that way. I, I tend c- to feel that way. I, I can feel that way. I don't, I don't know if it's a default. Okay. Like, if, I don't it's a, know if it's, it's kind a of a default thing for me. For me. Hmm. So the point here is to claim the time you need. Don't say yes in the moment. And instead mm-hmm. say something like, let me think about that. Nice. Yep. yep. Or I'll Don't get, just bend over. Right. Or I'll, I'll get back to you with an answer tomorrow. I'll get back to you with an answer tomorrow. Um, let's schedule a time to talk about this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Let's schedule a time to talk further about this. Let's schedule a time to talk about this. You know, so it's not a response in the moment yeah. where you end up saying yes to all these things, Ugh. you know, so that's one thing. Um, it's also kind to be clear and concise. So Is this still of, part of Kind of more along the lines of what... Yeah, so verbally, right? Okay, so verbally verbal. being clear and concise. And part of that too is saying, you know, instead of saying, I can't, like, oh, I can't, I can't uh, go to the... I can't go to the, the county fair with you. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying that because we... Hopefully, by the time you hear this, we'll have gone to the county fair. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) oh, no, I can't go to the county fair. So instead of saying that, say, I don't. Oh, you know what? I don't do fairs. (laughs) With you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Like in general, right? It helps Uh people to know who you are instead of masquerading, like saying yes. You know, it kind of reminds me of, you know how when you don't 
<laughs> you don't nip something in the bud. Uh-huh. And it's like someone gives you something like they're like, oh, here's my, here's my shepherd's pie. Okay. And you're like, oh, wow, thanks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, did you? And then the next day, did you like it? Oh, it was so good. And you don't like shepherd's pie? Oh, so you tell a little white lie. Oh, my gosh. But you and then be now nice. they think, now they see you as a person mm-hmm. who likes shepherd's pie. Yes. I mean, it's not really this, that's not really the best example, but it made me think of that yeah. when you're going around saying, I can't, people th- it's that's not clear to the person, right? Because they you are masquerading as a person that actually likes county fairs. It's just you Got can't it. do it. Oh, I can't. I'm busy. Okay. But you're not clear that you're not really letting them know that I just don't do county fairs. You know what? They're gross to me. There's too many people. <laughs> I can't handle all that fried food. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, I know we're hopping it's around against from my like religion. personal examples and and work examples, but that's just what I thought of. Hmm. So using hmm. I don't hmm. instead of I can't. Or the the I can't choice of words is very disempowering, right? Like I That's really true, yeah. You know, so that's how I took it uh, to, me, to mean like don't, don't mm-hmm. say I can't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you just don't. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's that. Maybe it's neither of those and you're fine with county fairs. Yeah. But, but, you know, ah, thanks for asking. Um, I actually have other plans. Mm. And even if the plans are just to lounge around at home. <laughs> but at least that way you're not disempowering yourself. And, I guess you right? could also say, but you I know? guess you could also say, you know, I don't really feel like it. Valid. I want to just lay on the couch and Mm -hmm. finish watching Firefly Lane. Mm -hmm. I'm almost there. Tully, (laughs) I got to find out what happens with Kate and Tully. You know, it's like... I have a date with Kate and Tully. I mean, it almost seems like you're not allowed to do that. Like, I love it. Can we normalize saying that kind of stuff? Normalize that. Yes. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, okay, so so just quickly, some other non-verbal, th- those were some of the verbal cues. So some of the non-verbal is um, kind of leaning back, leaning backwards. Okay. That's not, you know, a, yeah. such assertive Removing yourself. behavior. Yeah. Or even actually physically turning away, okay. you know, turning yourself away, blocking your body. Okay. You know, I know people can't see what I'm doing, but anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then vocally... Speaking with less volume, asking instead of stating. Okay, wait, all of these, this, this list that you're going down, those are cues that are assertive or that are, are, they're not assertive. Oh, okay. So really looking at the verbal, because we talked about verbal cues. So these are like the non-verbal cues. So this is like the body language, right? So like non-assertive people, you know, we'll, we'll lean, lean back, turn away, block our body, um, and then in vocal tone, you know, speaking with less volume, asking instead of stating, and even sometimes holding your breath. Okay. So, so then being assertive would be the opposite. It's like facing somebody squarely and, and speaking mm-hmm. with a louder volume. Well, just not, sp- sp- you know, speaking. Don't lower your voice. Right, right. But maybe you can use a low tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, okay. right. I 
I loved this. I mean, there's so many, there's so many things. Okay, wait, here's, here's some little bonus, little extras, you know, so don't shrink, don't step back, lean in, stand tall. And also this one, this one's hard. This one's hard. Bonus points for people who can do this. Smile only when you feel it. Only <laughs> when you feel it. I think this, this is hard for women. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, know? this reminds me of a sent. All this entire topic reminds Ooh. me of a sentiment that we've also heard expressed recently, which was that in our culture, certain people mm-hmm. are given more permission to be confident yeah. than others. Yes, that's and, so true. And the right. those people have tended historically to mm-hmm. be male, yeah, and straight and white, mm-hmm. and, and and the rest of us yeah. just simply have not been given permission or been given any kind of validation when we do show just simple confidence. Right. Or if there is, it's like a negative, you know, some negative kind of lashback or even just even more subtle than that. Right. The labels of being a a biatch or all of that stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the smiling, you know, it's like, Mm. it's so natural to smile. But, you know, it's so funny because... Again, these these suggestions, um, I think they are being given, again, in the context of a value system that says smiling equals mm-hmm. non, uh, non-assertive. And that, that is true in the context of a right. warrior forward, yeah, yeah. you know, male right. uh, aggression right. kind of forward right. culture. And this is so if you the culture play, we're playing in, exactly. though, right? It's the if culture you we're playing play in, in that culture. And, and I think it, but I think it also depends, like if we're talking about the workforce, it depends right. on what the culture is in your work. Exactly. Right? So right. what do you need to do to be heard? What do you right. need to do to be seen? What do you mm-hmm. need to do to move your work forward? Yeah. How, what do you need to do to get the job done? Yes. Right? What's the okay. game that's being played? How are you going to play it? Yeah. Yep. But I think here's the gem. So we'll leave everyone. This is the gem. Let's gather around. This is the gem. the gem. But I encourage all of you to visit Vanessa Van Edwards' Instagram, V Van Edwards, at V Van Edwards. But this is the gem we'll leave you with. It's impossible to be assertive if you're afraid to be your true self. Ooh. It's impossible to be assertive what? if we're afraid to be our true selves. Okay. And by the way, we'll leave people to think. You know, on we'll leave you at, and also, by the way, just to be clear, yeah. We know we've talked about Vanessa a lot this episode. But, <laughs> it's like she's our friend, right? Yeah. So Vanessa, but, said, but this is not like this is not a paid thing. Like we have no, Oh no, no, we are just, we are just simply, I just really loved, I loved finding her. I loved that. I really, what really won me over is that she, she says she is a recovering awkward person. (laughs) That's a great tagline. Because you would never think that when you see her. That is a great tagline. And so it's inspiring to me. And so Sienna just really resonated with this. And Mm -hmm. we were like, Hey, we have to share this. People are going to get stuff out of this. Yeah. So we genuinely, yeah. Genuinely just wanted to share. Wanted to share. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've hung in a long time. This is a longer episode of ours. Thank you for listening. Rate and review the podcast only if you like it. And come find (laughs) us on Instagram. Our handle is Sienna and Toast. So we'll see you there. Until next time, live your love story.
If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.